This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ooh, happy hump day, everybody. It's the Colleen and Bradley Show. It's Wednesday. My Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And Ticketmaster's in trouble. Uh, well, that's because they're, they are trouble. They're not functioning. At all. I mean, they're functioning now, but they weren't functioning at all yesterday, which is what was part of the problem yeah. during the Taylor Swift Well, you didn't get pre-sale. your tickets. Well, I you didn't, didn't get my tickets. You didn't get to do the pre-sale. Because they moved the pre-sale for me to today at two, so just FYI. That's not happening, by the way. You know you're not going to get in at two. They'll probably I mean, give if you, you another look, notice there, by the end of this segment, like yesterday. There are so many people that have not been able to get in. What makes you think anybody's getting in today? I know. I just think I want to be optimistic. I want to think that what tickets, makes you optimistic about know. Ticketmaster of late. Listen, tell. I don't know because if you spend any time on Twitter, you have seen horror stories, horror, horror stories of people. I mean, I actually talked to a human yesterday who said that they had a friend that sat in the queue for eight hours, oh. did not leave their computer. No, because like didn't go to the bathroom. Nothing because <gasps> they were like, I'm not gonna have that happen. But that's a little extreme. If yeah. I step away, and they still didn't end up. Getting I was gonna tickets. say that I would not have like. We're also can't you just carry that around? I guess yeah. I think it maybe was a a desktop computer that they okay, were at. Well, that's your first I mean, problem. I know, right? Because <sighs> anyway. I also saw stories of people who, you know, once they did get in, remember, she said, I'm not going to do the dynamic pricing thing. Like tickets are going to be between. And I think it was like forty nine dollars was like the lowest. And then the top was maybe for like a VIP experience, but it seemed like it was in the hundreds. I saw somebody who tweeted a photograph or a screenshot of the two seats that they had selected. Mm hmm. That were $24,000 per $24,000? And that money, by the way, that's not a resale ticket. No, that's, that's literally... Dynamic pricing. Okay, so yes. what What Ugh. were you expecting? Because I, I have some stories, too. But what were you expecting to have happened? And what has... Like, where are we with the Ticketmaster kerfuffle? Well, from what I understand, here's where we are. Uh, actually, I have not checked it this morning. <gasps> but... Uh, it seem, seems like things got resolved at least to a point where more people got tickets yesterday. Yep. But many people who had pre-sale still didn't get tickets or the prices were so cost prohibitive because of the dynamic pricing that people were just walking away from tickets. People with pre-sale codes were just walking away from tickets. And so um, 
But what was my, I mean, I guess my expectation is that Ticketmaster will sell tickets. Yeah, but that's your first mistake because it's been like at least two years where this has been an issue, whether it was, you know, and I just had this experience months ago with Adele and then months before that with Adele, because of course then Adele got in the situation Mm -hmm. and made the situation worse, of course, by canceling the concert and then having to reschedule and we had to wait for them. And then there were so many different pre-sales. And if you had previously been in a pre-sale, you could get in a pre-sale. Anyway, we got tickets. We ended up paying twice as much as we thought we were going to pay for them. They were not that exciting of seats, but it's all because of this dynamic pricing. Hey, uh, Harry Styles had the very same issue. Mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't kill Netflix or uh, Netflix. He didn't kill Ticketmaster, but in the way that the Taylor Swift experience right. did. But a lot of people had the very same issue. And I just don't understand how when you are the leading ticketing right. company and it's not just the ticket. I mean, I could go anywhere. So please stop me. But Well, no, I don't want to stop you because I'm probably going to agree with all the things you're saying. Keep going. Because frankly, it's not just Ticketmaster. It's the artist. Like somebody needs like if you're an artist and you're Taylor yeah. Swift and we talk all the time about this is the thing like you guys. Taylor Swift is amazing. She's a machine, whether it's Taylor Swift or Harry Styles or Adele. You guys can see this problem a mile away. And if you have fans, you care about your fans. So I hope we don't know. Maybe she is having these conversations. Right. That somebody needs to be talking like, hey, Ticketmaster, we're not. And because Taylor literally has changed the music industry for a segment of performers and entertainers in terms of refocusing people's attention on artists and their work that's amazing use your powers for good and not evil mm-hmm. could somebody not be on a task force to figure the situation out because the the only other response then is well guess what Ticketmaster, we know they're out for money because they want to make as much money as they can and they're really the only game in town mm-hmm. i mean not really they are they the are only the game only in, game in town in town so you understand that but for the artists you're kind of aiding and abetting at this point a hundred percent. And I don't know if you remember this. Um, and I don't actually have official confirmation on this, but don't you recall that it was the reputation tour that was when Taylor Swift was part of the impetus for the verified fan thing? Because what they were, tr- she was trying to do was keep tickets out of the hands of scalpers. Yeah. Right. So sh- I kind of want to look at her and be like, girl, I think you kind of started some of those. Yeah. Well, and now the, the, the resale, Outfits are going to be making even more money, right? Because if if the face value of the ticket is twenty thousand, and they're trying also, to recoup their I'm sorry, cost, ain't nobody worth to. Who are these people? I don't even That's, know. That is a mystery. I don't know. But then it makes me well, because then it makes me wonder. Like that one I saw yesterday, the twenty five thousand dollars per ticket. The person took the pic, the screenshot, and joked something along the lines of, "I guess I found my Taylor Swift tickets." Ha ha ha. I do not think this person bought the tickets, but that begs the question, who is buying them? And if they're not buying them, then what's happening to the the seats, right? Like somebody's buying tickets. Oh, this yeah. is why that dynamic pricing. Well, and, and it's also up front. It's front loaded. Again, I don't understand the science of Ticketmaster and how this works, but I would imagine that or logic would dictate that the reason this is such an issue is because everybody front loads the system. They all want to get in right now. They mm-hmm. all, and of course we're in pre-sale mode. And so right. everybody who wants to get in on a pre-sale, these are, these are actual like Uber fans probably right. 
Uh, now there's probably just a lot more than Uber fans trying to get involved because everybody can get access to a pre-sale, so it's not really a pre-sale. Mm-hmm. So anyway, the moral of the story is you're front-loading all of this interest, which then just drives up the prices because you've got all the interest, not as much to, uh, supply to meet the demand. Of course, it's going to drive ticket prices up. So you wonder if at some point people will just not go to the pre-sale. I mean, they will. This is why it's so so maddening and mm-hmm. sickening because... the you could see a scenario where people just hold off. Right. And then the ticket prices aren't going to go for crazy dollar amounts because there's not going to be the demand there. Right. But that requires a lot of coordination that I don't think the average person is going to engage. And that's actually the thing I keep thinking about is like, hey, hey, everybody, look, can we all just agree not to do this? But we can't because everybody wants their peace. Everybody wants to get there. Yeah. And the other thing is, I mean, I've seen a couple people on Twitter go, well, if I'm not going to get them, I'm just not even going to get them. Right. But not enough people are doing, you know, not enough people are doing that to make any type of change. I will say this, though, if you're going to tick off a group of people that has the potential to make change, I feel like don't tick off the The Swifties. Swifties. Yeah, no, and that's why I think there's a very good chance you could see some change going on, because at a certain point, one would hope that people whose eyes and ears are dedicated to Taylor Swift fans, that is Taylor Swift's people, would look at this and go, okay, you guys, this is not, we cannot be dealing, because she's going to get a lot of backlash. Mm-hmm. The same thing happened, I, I just go back to Adele, because that's the experience I have, mm-hmm. but I'm sure for, for Harry Styles people as well, this happened. You're a fan, like I consider myself an Adele fan. I'm not an Uber fan mm-hmm. or like super, but I'm an Adele fan who really wants to see Adele and is willing to pay a little bit more and travel to Vegas to mm-hmm. see her. And she, what, you know, she single-handedly lost in her reputation, I think, from all this dynamic pricing. And also the concert stuff was kind of separate. But but with the dynamic ticket pricing stuff, that really just is going to rub your fans right. the wrong way. And that's going to lead to, I don't know, I feel like that's going to lead to long-term fan disinterest in right. going to concerts. Which, at this point, isn't that the only way they're really making money? One would think, right? Because, because they're not making money on album sales anymore. No, because we're not doing... I mean, like, it's not the same as it used to be. Yeah. Right? And so maybe... I mean, that is part of what's driving this entire experience, I'm sure. But there's got to be a better way all around. There has got to be a better way because this is not working. Now, you said that you had... you. I know you know people who got tickets. I know people. Yeah, I have friends. They got tickets. They paid... Oh, my God. $700 for tickets. And they, I don't know where these tickets are, but I will tell you, they were not front row. Each. I can't. I am. I don't even know what to push. Listen. <laughs> Jolly's like, no, I, don't I know. I'm over here. Like, we don't, don't have a scream. To, no. I mean, I don't know. I, that is, well, my brain just exploded a little bit. I mean, did it though? Because, what about this? Come on, open the door. Let's see what she's like. <laughs> No. Okay. I thought brain? that was what interesting. Was that? No, that was, I was trying to find my Sam Kinison yell. Oh, yeah. Ah! <laughs> yeah. No, that's definitely a Sam Kinison moment. $700. And these people know better. I was not, ex- I was. Oh, my God. Honestly. What did you do? I what did you do? I don't know. I don't know. It's people with expendable income who, you know, it's a thing. I, I'm sorry. I, I'm not paying that for Adele. I'm not paying that for nobody. But they, I'm not surprised that they did. But I will say, 
That's what we're dealing with. But see, this is what's so... Oh, and so, that's after they were they were not able to get the number of tickets that they wanted because they were trying to get more than two. Ended up only able to get two. So this is the thing I think about, is you're sitting in the arena and you're like, oh, hey, how's it going? People come sit next to you. You don't know them. You strike up a nice conversation. How much did you get these tickets for? And their number is going to be different, even though you're in the exact same spot. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. It used to be that they'd be like, all the tickets in this section are this much. All the tickets in this section are this much. But No, it, and it makes... Uh, people going to be throwing blows. You, well, I'm and just, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. It's, it's silly. And I will say the process, even if you get the tickets... That's the hard part is even if you get in on the pre-sale, there is no guarantee. And we had this experience with Adele. There's no guarantee that you're going to be able to get tickets once you're in because you will literally click on tickets. So for those of you who have not had this experience of dynamic pricing, you will click on the tickets and they will change in an instant based on how many Mm -hmm. people are trying to go after those tickets. And they're like, oh, there's a lot of interest on these seats. Boom. Twice as much as what they were 30 seconds ago. So you like when we were doing the Adele thing, Jamie was like, all right, am I getting these? And I was he's like, you got 10 seconds. And I was like, yep, we're doing it. And then afterwards, we we're like, why did we do that? But and that's how they that's get you. How you they get you. Right, we'll wait for two. Let's see what happens when I get in for my pre-sale. Two o'clock. That's uh, what are we talking about at two? So, at, oh, yeah, what are we talking about at two? Today at two o'clock. Oh, don't worry. I've got the conversation covered in case you need to go off and get your ticket or like faint. From horror. I don't think. It, uh, have you gotten any updates? Yeah. Wait. What do you mean? Not yet. For your pre-sale. I haven't yet. I I don't want to look. Look. I will. It's not, I'll it, look. It's not canceled yet. Well, I'm just saying. Remember, yesterday you started the show. You couldn't even mm-hmm. get in onto Ticketmaster. That is true. All right. Well, I'll keep you posted. That's the best I can do. Um, but I'm screwed if I get into a queue on this computer and have to stay there because come three o'clock. I got to get out of here. Yeah. Well, when we come back. Yay. Fingers crossed. On the Colleen and Bradley show. Uh, we are going to get all the dirt straight from Hollywood with a dirt alert after this on my talk. One Oh seven one. This is a, my talk dirt alert. Holly Roberts is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. What's up, Holly? Gossipy celebrity relationship news this afternoon. Brad Pitt spotted out and about at a Bono concert with Inez de Ramon. I have so many questions. Who is Inez de Ramon? That's my first one. Inez de Ramon. That's all I have for okay. you. Okay. Um, we don't have actually, her CV. She, so well, saw- she is a jewelry brand employee. Oh. Anita Co. is the name of the brand that she works for. And she is now separated from her husband, Paul Wesley, who was a star of the Vampire Diaries. I was going to say, the headline I saw yesterday was that he was spotted with uh, this that guy's wife, Russ Russ Wesley. or Wesley. What did Paul you say? Wesley. Paul Wesley. That he was spotted with his ex. I was like, I don't even know who that is. So uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, she is a non-celebrity, but she has worked for several high-profile jewelry designers in the past, and so they were spotted out and about on Sunday backstage at a Bono concert. Okay, so wait, okay. that's the other thing I need to talk about. It, so Bono's doing solo work right now. Well, Bono has a memoir. Memoir. Oh, okay. And so, so he's trying to kind of Bruce Springsteen a little bit. Yes. He's every, yeah, he's been everywhere. 
Uh, it's called Walmart. Surrender. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, he did an extensive uh, interview with the New York Times about this, and he's out and about doing press for it. And yes, he was at the Orpheum Theater but three days ago. So, And so was Brad Pitt. And so was Brad and Pitt. And that lady. some lady's ex or some man's ex. Yeah. Just like a weird way to talk about her. But, uh, you know, great for him. Yeah, I, get he's out single there, buddy. and wouldn't be surprised. That Ready he would to be mingle. Seen in the company of ladies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, Ava Mendez is hinting that she may be married to her longtime boyfriend, Ryan Gosling, because she's got a new tattoo. And you know what that means? You get a new tattoo. It means you're married. It means that you're married. Well, that's what people on Instagram Obviously. are suggesting. Now, on a photo, uh, Ava Mendez is covering her face with her wrist, and on her wrist is tattooed the words de Gosling. I mean, like of okay. Gosling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that doesn't of mean. Of Gosling, which there is a definite handmaid's tale. Maybe she's vibe to that in a wrong way. But here's the other thing: when I saw this headline, I thought to myself, "Who cares? We know they're together, right? They have a child, children. I think they have two kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they they're parents of children. Mm -hmm. Who cares in Hollywood if anybody's married any longer? People don't even do that. I don't think they care. Yeah. And so, and then also to be like, just because she has a tattoo that if she's if it says of Gosling, maybe she's just saying like that's Mm -hmm. her man. Yeah, not her man. man I mean, listen, marriage man. Listen, Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian were dating he had for like tattoos for ten five, minutes. Like, yes. Yeah, and he had her on him. Wait, what? Bye. Well, what else you got? Well, you know, speaking of celebrity relationships and tattoos, Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker—they're still going strong. And hey, look! In an exclusive preview from the next episode of The Kardashians, Courtney Kardashian is tra- uh, praising Travis for making life more enjoyable. She was really stressed when she was getting ready for the Met Gala, you guys, because, you know, we spent enough time focusing on Kim Kardashian's Met Gala experience the past few weeks. Mm. Now we have to focus on Courtney because what about Courtney? What about her? And Travis Barker, who has plenty of tattoos, I believe, including but not limited to tributes to Courtney. Of course. He's just making things chill. Don't worry about it. Okay. Great. Didn't they, I still whatever it doesn't Oosh. matter. I I still don't Oosh. understand the outfit that they did, but that doesn't matter. What was the outfit again? It was like she was wearing like his outfit deconstructed. It was art, man. It was art and I don't know. They, uh, they just seem like a very thoughtful couple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're very thinky. They're mm-hmm. very thought forward. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's um, nice for them. Um, thank you, Holly, for that dirt alert. When thank we come you. back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to solve some pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items that Holly will bring to us. We will attempt to solve in a segment we call Blinded by the Item I after know. this on My Talk 1071. Culture mysteries to solve right here on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And uh, we do that in the form of blind items. Holly brings them to us. We attempt to solve them in this segment. We call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Solve this celebrity gossip. Okay. Things are so bad with the latest installment in a decades long franchise 
that the A-literate director is being brought in to write and direct one of his famous set pieces just to see if audiences start to like it more. This would probably delay the movie yet again. Avatar? No. No, I think this is Star Wars. Oh, oh, okay. Wow. Because I just heard some scuttlebutt about Star Wars next uh incarnation if not star oh oh no hmm. can we oh oh uh-huh. it's not Here? steven spielberg indiana jones oh yeah oh, okay all right we got there. did you say bring in one of his set pieces well you know like to do the thing that he does so got it. Yeah. got it got yeah. it got it okay so things are so <laughs> no bad. like the arc I'm He's like, gonna bring yeah, the- that's what I was ah, thinking. I was uh, like, why can we use from the set of Raiders to the Lost Ark? Got that boulder still? We need more melting faces. Mm. Um, so apparently, according to NT Lawyer, things are so bad with the latest installment of Indiana Jones that Steven Spielberg is being brought in to write and direct one of his famous set pieces, meaning one ah, of his, got it. you know, add the Spielbergian touch to it just it. to see if audiences like to start it more. Now, this would probably delay the Indiana Jones movie yet again because. Because Steven Spielberg is not directing this movie. Mm. Who is directing this one? This guy. I think James Marigold. He's done some, you know, big major he's motion a, this, pictures. He's a person. This is the problem with intellectual property like this. I'm like, after the initial... You know, it's that kind of that whole thing I think of with Star Wars where once... I don't know. I, uh, this is not a well-formed thought, so I hate to go too deep. It just seems to me that if you are so baked into the original, your personality and your art, it's going to be hard to set it free mm-hmm. in a way that allows it to continue its magic. Right. Right. Like, it'll... Yes. Correct. Magic. Magic! magic. In closing. Yeah, that it, it doesn't surprise me that they're going to want to bring back... Uh, you know, the person who made it magic in the first place. Right, he's going to put his magic tillage on it. Which also, I'm I'm wondering, not from the movie-making side of the things, but the acting side of things, once Harrison Ford is gone, what's Indiana Jones going to look like? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, because Harrison Ford has said in the past, his desire is that Indiana Jones ends with him. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, how do you keep doing it Without Indiana Jones. It's called Hollywood. Yeah. I know. I mean, like. And money. Listen. Uh-huh. Yeah. That being said. <laughs> They're like. The first row. We'll make anybody. Like, yeah. you and I will be in it before nobody will be in it. Oh, mm-hmm. now that would be fun. There was an Indiana Jones television series in the early 90s where multiple actors played the character. So it's not like we haven't had there other wa- folks. Where, what was that on? It was on ABC. I don't even remember. Back in the day. It was called The Young Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. Who was it? Yeah. Wasn't that. Um, well, what, where did River Phoenix come in? He was in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Okay. So that was. He wasn't the TV. Who was on the TV show? That was Sean Patrick Flannery. Okay. Mm hmm. God, I love your. I know that you just like have memory. that at the ready. You I know mean, where the drawer is. I might have just written about it. Okay. So oh, the drawer is uh-huh. freshly. Um, it's still aired. open. It's exactly. still ajar. Yeah. Blinded by the so let's move on to our next celebrity gossip mystery. Here we go. This former A-list actor and his foreign-born actress wife are really trying to deflect people from discussing how much they have enabled and supported the accused serial rapist. They have never done a paparazzi stroll before. That was a first. Oh. 
Who did we just who see in a paparazzi yeah. stroll? A-list actor, foreign-born wife, who's also an actress. Correct. Actress. And the uh, assaulty person. Mm-hmm. Well, is the assaulty person a director? Uh, no. Okay. Now, I but don't... But they're friends with the assaulty person? Yes, it will all make sense when you figure out the mystery. Okay. Okay, so... so start who... with the... Oh, they were spotted wearing matching sweaters in a cozy outing in Los Angeles over the weekend. Okay. okay. And it is very clear that they are on a paparazzi stroll. Mm-hmm. They do not look like they want to be photographed. Okay, uh, can I ask a question? Please. Who is more famous of the two? The male or the female? I would say they are on equal footing mm. as far as notoriety. That's interesting. Michael Douglas and Catherine Zeta-Jones? No, much much younger. Much younger. Okay. Yeah, Actress couple. Once you solve it, I'm going to put the paparazzi stroll in our grid. And then we're going to so all you have could, a good laugh. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay, so the actor is just an A-list or A-minus? Well, he's A-list. N.T. Lawyer calls him former A-list. He starred on television shows. He had a movie career for a while. He likes to fancy himself as a tech investor, of which he actually is legitimately. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's married to his former co-star, and the serial rapist oh, is a former a- co- co-star of oh, both of oh, theirs. Oh, 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 Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis, oh, and Danny Masterson. Oh, There you yes, go. Hey, you win there. the prize now, and the prize is, is this, this horrible picture. This picture Paparazzi stroll? at the bottom of the segment. Look at that while I fill in the blank oh for you. Oh my god, that's, they're not even trying. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, they're really matching, not trying. But the matching cardigans, come on, kids. Oh my god. With the cowl nut. Sorry, Holly, continue. <laughs> oh, right. Well, so Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis are really trying to deflect people from discussing how much they've enabled and supported Danny Masterson over the mm. years. Now, Ashton and Mila have never really done paparazzi strolls before, but this was a first. Colleen and Bradley are now looking at photographs taken over the weekend where clearly they both look miserable. It is reminiscent of the Camila Cabello and Sean Mendez yeah. zombie strolls of during the pandemic, the early pandemic days. Mm-hmm. Mm, remember that? Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, that's I, you know, I gotta be honest. That's like one of the things I find very disturbing. What's that? Is the unwavering support of somebody who is, Things are not going well in the Danny Masterson trial. Let's just say that. Oh, no. I mean, how could they? Based on what we've heard yeah. and if, if any, the listeners have been following, it's just been disgusting. And the accounts of the behavior he's alleged to have engaged in, he didn't defend himself. There no. was no defense. The defense closed, right? Didn't we just talk yeah. about yes. that yesterday? That they were like, The defense rested yeah. with nothing. And, no yeah. testimony. Allegedly, now the jury is going to start deliberations yeah. today. I it's just, not going to be long. Yeah, and I just feel like I don't understand how you continue to be like such a solid supporter of that. And I, I, hence the paparazzi stroll. Got another one, Hoss? Uh, yeah. Why not? This permanent A-list mostly movie actress has been letting her husband sleep with their neighbor for years. No big deal. Who's the neighbor? I know. Um, Lucky neighbor. Hey, want to sleep with my husband? I'm fine. Uh, The actress. The husband's not famous? Um, 
know. Okay. But we know who he is. He's just be- a schlemiel. Because and he's been around. Did you say she's TV or movie? Permanent A-list, mostly movie actress. Okay. Permanent A-list, mostly movie. Well, like, like a decade of life. Give us a hint. 50s? Meryl Streep. I'm just kidding. Oh, she's, she's older. Uh, now. She's in her 70s. I know. Uh, 50s. But I'm sure she was grateful for the compliment. Mm-hmm. Um, Julia Roberts. Oh, yeah, because they're horny anyway. Mm-hmm. They had a three-way with Harry Styles. No, yeah. that's Cindy no, that's... Crawford and Randy Gerber. Uh, the, yeah. other, the same thing. Actress, <laughs> model. <laughs> oh. no, you're absolutely right. Uh, we just saw Randy Gerber on a, in a headline somewhere, which... Is what made I know. I just that. saw that. What somebody else was seen with them, and I was like, I, I immediately was like, threesome. Threesome with Harry Styles. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yes. sorry, I I took you off course. Fill in the blanks. Oh, that's quite all right. Well, Brad Pitt and Inez de Ramon were spotted with Cindy Crawford and Randy. Uh, that's what it was. Oh, so that's oh. what it was. Yeah. So maybe there it was all some, comes full circle. There was some post Bono boning. Mm. Don't say post Bono boning. Because does Bono make you horny? I mean, Some not people. you specifically. That was a generic you. I don't care about your individual tastes. Some people. Thanks. <laughs> but I will tell you that... I'm here you- to support your kink, whatever it is. If it's a Bono memoir, great. I'm still I'm still upset at Bono for putting that album you, on my you iTunes. You have to forgive and forget. It's no. over now. It's gone. Also, iTunes is over. How are yes. you still on you, iTunes? You don't have to worry about it because it's all gone. Bye. Because I'm lazy and I have my iTunes subscription and I'm fine with my choices in life. Okay. I'm getting to the end of my free trial because I got one with my new phone. Uh-huh. I don't I don't think it's my jam. The music service, I'm, I'm saying. I'm a Spotify gal. Yeah, I, I think just, I'm going to go back to Spotify, Spotify, even though I just hate the fact that I have to pay. But, like, at least I don't have to buy albums anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? It's so much easier. <laughs> okay, fill in that blank. Sorry. So, uh, Julia Roberts apparently has been letting her husband, Danny Motor, sleep with their neighbor for years. Motor. Boat. The neighbor. <laughs> when we return. Who love a good motorboat? <laughs> <laughs> when we return on the Colleen I do that to my and Bradley dog show. all the time. I give her Zerberts on her tummy. Zerberts? That's what my mom used to call it. You know, like yeah, when Zerberts. You well, you know where you got that from. Where? Oh, I don't want to tell you now. Oh, no. I'm pretty sure the word Zerberts. <laughs> I've never heard this for word that before. Most, for that experience. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it came from the Cosby show. Well, my mom used to call them that before, long before the Cosby really? show. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, that's where I just first remember hearing them it used. Zerberts and Gerberts. I thought they called it shop. raspberries. That's, well, that's when you just, when you don't do it on something. Mm-hmm. What was that? What did you? Oh, yes. Okay, that's what stopped me dead in my tracks, that you motorboat your yeah, well, it's not really motorboating. That's why I clarified to Zerbert <laughs> because motorboating a dog doesn't really seem anatomically possible oh. unless you have a very large-chested dog. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, jury's out whether or not motorboating entered into this relationship, but we are going to be talking about Chris Evans and somebody else he dated who you don't know, but it doesn't matter because the story's still good after this on My Talk 107.1. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And um, you know, there's a gal who we don't know who uh went on a date with a guy we do know. And then something happened. <laughs> that's the long and the short. Part. I mean, basically that's the story, right? 
So we're talking about uh, the person that most people probably don't know off the tip of their tongues is Jana Kramer. We had to Google her. Uh, Jana Kramer once was ghosted, she says, by none other than the person you do know, likely Chris Evans. The sexiest man alive. The sexiest man alive. And that's probably in part. Hey. While we're, why we are talking about what Jana had to say about people's sexiest man alive, Chris Evans, that it made the rounds today, at least on our show. She has a podcast, by the way. She has a podcast called Wind Down with Jana Kramer. Now, you might be wondering to yourself, who's a Jana Kramer? Who is a Jana Kramer? Well, I didn't know the answer to that question. Uh Jana Kramer is an American country music singer and actress. She is known for her role as Alex Dupre in the television series One Tree Hill. She began her music. I could go on. So anyway, she's a singer, actress, right? And she, on her podcast, is talking about her run-in with Chris Evans. Apparently, she dated him for a brief time. But mm. it's it's how why she says they never went, that relationship never went anywhere that got my interest. And I kept seeing this story multiple times. The first time was... I think yesterday, because this was not a long journey, uh, maybe yesterday or the day before, that she was ghosted by Chris Evans because of <clears throat> her pee. What? 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 Her pee pee. Her, her Did she pee pee on him? No, she apparently says she had asparagus pee. I mean, it's a thing. It happens. So yeah. She opened up on her podcast about a brief romance. How brave. <laughs> with the Captain America star and said the things between them soured ah. after a very embarrassing bathroom incident. And then what she recounts essentially is that she went into the bathroom one night while they were on a date. Now, this was more than 10 years ago. They went on a few dates. She at the time was like in her 20s. And she says they met at a club. They went on a few dates. And she goes, you know, he was definitely known. He wasn't Captain America, but he was a heartthrob cutie. And I can't remember how many dates it was. I just remember the last date, which also I would just like to take issue. Like, girl, how do you not remember all every single minute of every single date you went on with Chris Evans? If you were with Chris Evans, you know everything. She goes on to say it was a fun time. She's trying to sound cool. It was a fun time, but I was getting a little sleepy. And so I was like, I'm going to go to bed. I had asparagus for dinner that night. So I went to the bathroom and he immediately went after me. And so that's the last interaction that I remember him going into the bathroom after I just went to the bathroom with asparagus pee. (gasps) And so she's, so what I'm hearing, if I may just clarify is that, her story is that they then stopped dating because she ate asparagus and then peed and then he smelled it. Is that what I'm getting from that, that story? I, that was the assumption. So she goes on to say she never heard from him after leaving the next morning. So, well, obviously, I mean, it wasn't bad enough that maybe it wasn't the pee that was the problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, she goes, I don't remember cuddling that night again. Woman, what's wrong with you? She goes, that's always been in the back of my mind, whether I think about, whenever I think about or see Chris Evans or Captain America, I'm like, I had stinky pee. Now. Okay. That's where it ended. I'm calling there foul a, on this. What's, well, other than the fact that it's foul yeah, in and of I itself. Yeah, I just feel like this is a story. She has filled in a blank somewhere, and I think she might be blaming the thing she thinks it could be and not maybe taking a look at 
the rest exactly. of the story. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, I also want to just have a moment wherein we just we just indulge what it must be like to go on hot and heavy dates with Chris Evans and make out because she well, talks about asparagus. making out with him. Like, I'm sorry. Like, whatever. Anyway. I want to indulge that, but I also just want to tell you there was an update consequently after the story broke because there were all these headlines. You might actually remember her, and you reminded me of this from some other headlines mm-hmm. that she's been in headlines for. About also her because ex- there's a movie coming out. Yeah, I think. funny Didn't, how that, that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has a lifetime original holiday movie yeah. co-starring so Mario she, Lopez that's she's dropping a lot of attention next Mario week. How, how convenient, AC Slater. You don't say. But she was also in headlines last week because of another awkward headline that she was uh, saying that her ex-husband did not a per- did not perform a particular sexual act. Yeah, for a extension of time. Exactly. With the, the extension of a certain... Anyway, um, but there has been since an update on this Chris Evans story, she was apparently caught off guard by how wild the press coverage has been on this story. I'm sure. And so she took to Instagram to say, you guys, I can't with the press pickups. We all have had an embarrassing story. And no, he didn't ghost me because of that. First of all, he didn't ghost me. We just stopped talking. And it wasn't because of that. Like I just said, it was an embarrassing moment. Can't we all just like laugh at ourselves? It's so silly. No, he didn't ghost me. She keeps saying that. I think I would like to hear from Chris Evans. Well, I know because (laughs) I'm not surprised that she's had to respond because you can imagine a world wherein, again, you're you're now talking about Chris Evans doing something, essentially saying he's so superficial. He can't with your asparagus pee, Mm -hmm. which is going to now put him in an awkward place again. Mm -hmm. Captain sexy America. Right. Right. So he's just been crowned Captain Sexy America. Mm -hmm. He's going to have some thoughts and opinions about the matter. And you're forcing him into an awkward position. Like he can't be looking superficial, dropped you because your piece stinks. No. So I'm sure that got back to her. Like, could you just clarify that I didn't dump you because of your stinky pee pee? Also, you just used two words very close together. And we have to go. Uh, when what we words re- did I use together? <laughs> I'll tell you later. Right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, what do you put on your sandwich? Like, literally, I want to know the Speaking ingredients. Of asparagus. I know. Uh, but, like, the, the most important piece is to count the ingredients. 651-641-1071. What do you put on a sandwich after this?